0: No heaven. Okay, that was Imagine by John Lennon, and according to the Literary Hub, these are the 10 books that define the 1970s. So this episode is about literature. Okay, so the first book we're going to talk about is 100 Years of Solitude by Gabriel Garcia Marquez, who is, by the way, a Nobel Peace Prize winner. Yep, fun fact. Uh, This book was written in 1967, but it was translated to English in 1970. William Kennedy stated in the New York Times Book Review that 100 Years of Solitude is the first piece of literature since the book of Genesis, that should be required reading for the entire human race. Mr. Garcia Marquez has done nothing less than to create in the reader a sense of all that is profound, meaningful, and meaningless in life. Over 45 million copies have been sold. The next book we're going to talk about is Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret, by Judy Bloom, written in 1970. When being interviewed about the book, Kelly Craig told Deadline, It's rare for me to run into a woman or girl who hasn't read it, and every time I've mentioned it to a woman, they clutch their chest and let out a joyful gasp. This book comes along and tells you you're not alone. Women remember where they were when they read it. I can't think of another book you can say that about. I think Judy Blume hit her stride in the 70s because feminism was becoming More popular at this time. The next book on the list is The Joy of Sex by Alex Comfort, written in 1972. I am not comfortable talking about this book, so I am not going to go into very much depth about it. All I know is that it's kind of like The Joy of Cooking book, which was written in the 1930s. Okay, moving on. Um... Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, written by Hunter Thompson in 1972. Crawford Woods told New York Times it was by far the best book yet written on the decade of dope gone by, and it is a classic of counterculture literature. Written in 1973 by Thomas Pinchon is Gravity's Rainbow. Richard LaCoya wrote in Time Magazine, Among American writers of the second half of the 20th century, Pinchon is the indisputed candidate for lasting literary greatness, and this book is why. In 1974, Robert Persig wrote Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance. Fun fact was that his novelistic autobiography was rejected 121 times before publication. James Landis wrote, The book is brilliant beyond belief. It is probably a work of genius and will. I'll wager attain classic status. It sold a million copies in its first year and continues to sell more today. Also in 1974, Carl Bernstein and Bob Woodward wrote All the Presidents Met. Alex Altman wrote in Time, It's the work that brought down a presidency and launched a thousand reporting careers. It remains a testament to the power of shoe-leather reporting and is perhaps the most influential piece of journalism history. Helter Skelter was written in 1974 by Vincent Bugliosi. It focused on the public consciousness like Charles Manson's murders and subsequent trial Bugliosi was a prosecutor and sold over 7 million copies of his novel about the crimes, trials, and conviction. In 1976, Roots by Alex Haley was published. It was a book based on his own family's history and it sold more than 6 million copies by 1977. Historian Willie Lee Rose called it the most astounding cultural event of the American Bicentennial. Our final book on the list is The Shining by Stephen King, which was published in 1977. It was one of King's most iconic novels. And Stephen King is a whack dude. Like, his books... And movies. Like I don't know what goes on in that guy's brain. But he has. The best imagination ever. I don't know how he thinks of this stuff. He kind of scares me. But. Yeah. He has good books and movies. Highly recommend it. Alright. And that was the list of 10. Most. Most. Famous books in the 1970s from Literary Hub. This is Ramsey Wentz signing off.